G'day, this is the Office Anywhere podcast, a show that inspires you to create meaningful change for yourself and others. My name is Peter Fritz, and I'm a relentlessly curious 50-plus life enthusiast from Australia, known for having a go, failing quite a lot, and getting back up again. I thrive on stories about living on purpose, levelling up, and the courage it takes to do work that matters. And so I share ideas that can help you find your path, climb your mountain, and create a life you're proud of. To check out previous episodes, go to peterfritz.co slash podcast. How do you stick with something, anything really? How do you find the energy and the optimism, that tenuous thread of reason to drive you forward another day, knowing that there will be hundreds, maybe even thousands to follow? The only way that I know is through purpose. Now, I've tried many things in my 40-plus years of entrepreneurship, and when I say 40-plus years, I really mean that. I started stuffing around with entrepreneurship when I was eight years old, so it's longer than that. Um, And while some tactics are good for getting up and over a hill, scaling the 14 peaks demands purpose. The 14 peaks, by the way, are the 14 different mountains that uh, go beyond 8,000 metres around the world. But anyway, what is purpose and why does it matter? Is it the same as finding your passion? Or is it the same as setting a goal? Does it need to be a grand mission or, you know, a call to arms? Well, the answer is no, it isn't. And no, it doesn't. But it must be personal and it must go beyond you. Now, a goal is a sprint. It might be a three-month sprint or a three-year sprint. It might even be disguised as a marathon. But it remains a fixed objective with a finite outcome. I've had lots of goals over the years, from the shiny new Honda motorcycle that I bought when I was 14 by cleaning toilets for three bucks an hour, to a handful of properties that I acquired through years and years of 16-hour days, working during the day and renovating by night. A goal might be to earn your master's degree, to join a prestigious law firm, marry your true love and start a family, or accumulate a million bucks in index funds. It might be to retire and travel the country. Likewise, you might have a passion for, say, nutrition, children's education and human rights, or maybe photography, motor racing and rock climbing. A goal can give you a target and passion can provide the fuel, but both have their limits. Purpose, though, is an entirely different beast. It has no clear end. So unlike a goal that might sustain you till you claim your prize, purpose can propel you forward, often in unseen ways, for decades. Now, it may not fill you with excitement or passion all the time, but like an undercurrent in an otherwise smooth river, it runs deeper than passion or goals. Personally, I believe there's no greater purpose in life than the bond you develop with your children. Done well, it can sustain you for a lifetime. And that's because the impact begins with them, but then it radiates outward to the lives that they touch, possibly even for generations. For example, my dad made a point of being around, not just in the same vicinity, but present. He was present. We would spend endless nights playing cards, doing experiments. We built a whole bunch of gold detectors out of little kits uh, and sitting around the fire chatting. On weekends, he'd teach me how to drive. He started teaching me how to drive when I was eight years old. He'd take me on long walks along Mount Martha Beach, looking for driftwood and interesting shells and rocks. Or we'd go gold prospecting. We'd go camping or motorbike riding. Throughout my childhood, he was my best friend. And in many ways, he still is. 
So no matter how he feels about the things that he's accomplished elsewhere in his life, my father really can hold his head high and know that he fulfilled a noble and lifelong enterprise in the 52-year-old speaking to you now. And his legacy continues on through the things that I've shared and passed on to my kids and to people just like you. Okay, but what if you don't have kids? Or what if your nest was vacated years ago? Well, there's still hope. Just recently, one of the amazing people in my inner circle prompted an email from me that I think addresses this. And I'm sure he won't mind me sharing it here, even though it was my personal advice to him. So here's what I suggested. First, I said, jettison all the shit that you don't need in your life. And that includes some people. What that'll do is clear a space in your head and restore a sense of control. But most of all, it'll encourage you to think about the stuff and the people that truly matter. Next, do something that helps someone else, either locally or online, without expecting anything in return. It doesn't matter what it is, but do something. Starting my first blog was a whole new beginning for me. That was five years ago. And I've poured my heart and soul into writing and talking about my failures and my lessons ever since. As a result, my life now has an extra thick layer of meaning and purpose so that when I go to bed at night, I feel like I've helped, I've helped make the world a better place. Finally, and I know that many of you won't agree with me here, but I don't believe that you are wrought by some divine power with a grand vision to fulfill. You were simply lucky, a fluke, like all of us. I mean, we could have been cows in a field or someone's pet or bacteria, but we're not. We're bloody humans. And I think when you understand this, the question becomes, all right, well, how will I enjoy this? Because once you accept that there are no gold stars or statues or memorials at the end, all of which are soon forgotten anyway, then you have to decide what you'll do to warrant this great fortune that's been bestowed upon you. And I would suggest that the first two points that I just mentioned are a great place to start. The first one being get rid of all the crap in your life that you don't need, including people. And next, doing something that helps other people without expecting anything in return. You see, purpose isn't complicated. It can and it should be simple. And I'd argue the simpler the better. All it really needs to be is personal and meaningful to you. So what I suggest you do is contribute ideas to something you care about. Share what you're learning or unlearning. Help younger folks skirt some of life's traps. Teach a course. Share something beautiful. Empathise with people. Help them laugh. Make someone realise that they're not a complete screw-up and that you get them. It's a cliche, I know, but principles never change. They're boring like that, but that's also what's so great. You can count on them. So find something you care about and build your purpose from that. And remember, you'll be dead before you know it, so make it fun and do it on purpose. Anyway, that's enough philosophizing from me for this week. Uh, You'll find the blog post that goes along with this, and there are some links there to other stories that I've written that are relevant to what I've just talked about. You'll find that over at peterfritz.co slash 114. Oh, something I forgot to mention. Um, Don't know how I forgot this, but you might recall in the last episode, I interviewed Matthew Kimberley, the author of uh, Get an Effing Grip, brilliant book. And uh, I told you that after I bought that book, I went straight ahead and bought another five. Well, after that, I bought another five again. And I decided to give a few of them away um, to listeners of this show, if they would care to write into me and um, 
give me a little bit of insight on what they learned from my discussion with Matthew and um, what they'd be hoping to glean from his book if I gave them a copy. And so I'm pleased to say that uh, a lot of people wrote in. It was um, it was very gratifying to see your responses and I genuinely appreciate the effort and the depth of um, insights you offered in your emails. And so I've decided not to read out the answers for a couple of reasons. Um, they all tend to be quite long and in-depth, but also I feel that they're deeply personal. So I'm not going to share the answers that were given, but I do appreciate you taking the time and the effort to provide them. So uh, the people who've scored a book um, include a fellow called Paul, who I've written to um, a number of times after he's written to me. And I've really enjoyed the conversations that Paul and I have had, and I hope it continues to write. Uh, another is um, a woman who has been a staunch supporter of my work, probably for about as long as I've been blogging. And um, she is an incredible woman. I would love to tell you about um, the triumphs and the struggles that she's gone through, but I think we'd need a few hours. It really is extraordinary what she has managed to overcome and what she has had to deal with throughout her lifetime. Uh, but Tina, obviously, you're scoring a book as well. It would be remiss of me not to give you a copy, whether you wrote to me or not, because you write to me so often anyway. Another is a fellow who I think has also um, supported my work pretty much since I started, and he's an incredibly interesting fellow. Um, he has a depth of intelligence that um, is incredibly rare these days, I find. Um, he has a huge heart and he has never been backward in coming forward about the struggles that he's dealing with. And I've always appreciated his support, his, um, the sharing that he's offered with the things that he's been going through. And so, Andrew, of course... Um, a book is coming your way as well. Uh, another person is a fellow called Anthony, and um, Anthony too has been very forthcoming in the challenges that he has faced. And again, I've appreciated receiving your emails, Anthony, and being given a chance to help where I can. So I'm very happy to send you and your daughter, Hoha, who got married recently, uh, a copy of this book. So I'm handing out four of them. And you'll all each receive a copy of my little book as well, which is completely unrelated to, to Matthew's thing, um, but it's a little book I wrote a few years ago called uh, Debt Free in Three Simple Steps, and it chronicles how I managed to dig myself out of the 140 grand of debt that, um, that I was left with after my divorce. Um, so you'll all be receiving um, a copy of Matthew's book along with a copy of mine. And again, thank you so much for making such a huge effort to share with me what's going on in your life and why you think this book might help. Anyway, that's it for me. We'll chat again soon. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.